What's up? Welcome to this week's sermon podcast of Living Word Pretoria East. Here, you can listen to our latest weekly sermon for your spiritual growth. We believe that this message will really bless you. Come on, just stay in this flow. Just stay in this flow. Welcome, Holy Spirit, Lord. We just praise you. We lift you up, Lord. We glorify, we magnify you. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the depths of God. Reba Santo, just a bit more. Come. Father, for the depths of God to just come. Father, we cry out. We're hungry and thirsty, Lord, for your spirit. We're hungry and thirsty for more of your presence. Lord, we want to shift in our hearts and our spirits to take place. We want to shift in our lives to see, Lord, a new direction. The Word of God comes and He speaks about you, Father, coming to direct our steps. You speak and you say that we plan our ways, but God directs our steps. And Father, this morning we say, thank you, Lord, that you are the one that directs our footsteps. That we will follow in your ways. That we will step in that plan and that purpose, Lord. Father, this morning to come and reveal the blueprints of the heart of love to us again. That we can see. That we can understand. Father, I pray for revelation to come. That we have an understanding and a grasping that there will be no confusion as to what we should do. That there will be no confusion and darkness over our minds and our eyes to understand the mind of God. To understand the heart of the Father. To understand the mind of the Spirit. But Holy Spirit, this morning we come to say and speak your mind. Speak the heart of the Father. Because the word says in Romans, it says, He who searches the heart and the mind of God, who knows what's going on, the depths of God, he says that he prays according to God's will in our lives. When we do not know what to pray, says the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. Let me get that scripture in Romans. He who searches the heart and the mind, the depths of God, Come on, just stay. If you can pray in a tongue, just stir up your heart and your spirit. Re tanto, re beshente. There's a beautiful atmosphere. Re ndara basunto roboshete re benienta. Babasunto, barabashente. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Come on, say, I'm weak, but in, in my weakness, God is strong. In my weakness, God is powerful. In my weakness, I can give up control so that He can move, so that He can do the things that we, we cannot do. For we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes with us for groanings, with groanings too deep for words. And He who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together. Amen. All things work together for those who are called according to His purpose. You see, God knows through the Spirit. He knows what is the mind, what is the heart of the Father, the will of God. And He prays for you. And if you pray and if you press in, God aligns you with that call. God makes you one with the heart and the mind of God. And you can start understanding and seeing. Prophet Andre Broncos shared a word. And he spoke about Isaiah where it says that darkness will cover the earth and darkness will cover people. But we are the light of this world, 
That's what the word says. And he says the word darkness is not so that we can see. He says the word darkness translates to confusion. That we are confused. And how many of you know that in this day and age there's so much confusion? Confusion about God's will, about what we should do, not do, gender and all these things. The word speaks about that what is good. The truth will become evil, becomes the lie. That what is evil becomes good. We are in that moment now. We see it all around us. But you see, God carries you. There's a light within you to drive out the darkness, to drive out the confusion, the double-mindedness, the cloud that cannot see. Because when you pray, you pray with the Spirit who knows what is the heart and the mind of God. And He speaks that. And that will resonate to you. Amen. Amen. Shetarabasanto. Father, we just welcome you. We just welcome you. You can be seated. You can just keep on in this atmosphere. And we can just switch on the house lights on, on top that we can, can see a bit clearer. And I just want to lay a foundation and we're going to minister. And I've shared this word at, at Centurion the other day. But I believe this is what God wants to say to us. Because I want to start with about four years back. There were some prophetic teams and they gave a word for this church, for Living Word Pretoria East. And if you don't know, just a little bit of history, we own this ground since I think about 2004. And um, previously there was a church here and they, they moved on with their own vision and what they did. And, and uh, so this, this place was lying dormant for a, a, a couple of years. And when we answered the call and said, yes, Lord, don't know if you know, but we said three times, no, we don't want to do this because there's something that we know God calls us for. And we first says, no, no, no. But by praying, God says, this is what I'm calling you for in this season and, and what I want to do. And the word came and says that this is like a park, a parky, and it's been there. And I don't know if you, it's not safe these days anymore to go to a parky, to a park, but if you used to do that, it's usually nice grass, big trees, it's a peaceful place. You just go and have a picnic and you rest. But you see, the word came and says, this is not supposed to just be a nice place where you sit under the shade and have a picnic and have a great time. This is because there's a treasure hidden in this place. And the word speaks that we will be a gateway to the east. A gateway in the east to the city. And he says that we are called to unearth something in this place. That what God has hidden to unearth so that this glory can manifest. The word said over our lives, it says that, that many people pray and says, Lord, send your glory, send your rain. And God sends it and He says, and it splashes and it goes nowhere. And God says, so I've been preparing you so that when the glory comes, you can channel it. So that we can steward that what God gives us. And you are part of this family, amen. You belong, God's going to send His glory, send His rain. And we're going to be faithful stewards with that what God gives us. You see, this is not just to be a nice place. We've got a mandate and a calling to unearth. And that's hard work. I mean, we can invite you any day to come and help dig. You hit rocks. This is a place filled with rocks. Man, Frau Fayaku, 
We put in lockdown, we put up this other electric fence. <laughs> you hit rocks. You see, but God has got a purpose and a calling. And He will do that what He says. And I want to just quickly say one thing, then we're going to start ministering. So the teams, you can get ready. So that we can see the people. Thank you. It says, and we spoke about this in Genesis 26, that there was a famine in the land beside the former famine. It was in the days of Abram. Pastor Eckhart spoke on this before, even in the tithes and the offering, that, that sometimes, and he says to Isaac, he says, don't go to Egypt. Don't go there where your father Abraham has gone in the, in the time of famine. You stay in this place. Stay in this place. He says, don't go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. So journey in this land and I'll be with you and I'll bless you. For to you and to your offspring, I'll give all these lands and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abram, your father. I will multiply. So he's just repeating that covenant and the promise that he has made to Abram. All right. And it says, and Isaac settled. And there was a thing about his wife that he says is my sister because he feared for his life. And they find out and the king says, you don't touch his wife. And then what happens is that, that they start digging up the old wells. They start digging up and restoring the wells. Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. You see, so there was wells that his father dug. Let me just get that verse. And it says, Abimelech warned the people saying, whoever touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. And he says, and Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Now just see this. It's famine. And God says, don't go away out of the famine. Don't go to Egypt like your father did the old ways. Stay in this place. And when, when God comes and He's obedient, He says, and He sowed in a year of famine and He reaped a hundredfold. God's kingdom system works different than the world system. When God speaks and you're obedient, He releases His blessing and His power. Come on. When God speaks a word, He says, it cannot return to Him void. It means, we had a lot of theologians this weekend as well when the network and the pastors met. And part of what it says, it cannot return to him void, means the word is fruitful. It says, it cannot return to him unfruitful. It needs to be fruitful. When God speaks, the word cannot return without fruit. What does the word say about us? It says, for by this the Father is glorified that we bear much fruit. When God speaks over your life, it says, there will be fruitfulness coming back. You will not be unfruitful. When His Word speaks to your life, it will not return void. Amen? It says, and He became a rich man and He gained more and more until He became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants so that the Philistines envied Him. The enemies started to envy Him. So this is what happens. And He says, go away for you're much mightier than we. So Isaac departed and he encamped in the valley of Gerar and settled there. And he dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abram his father. 
which the Philistines had stopped. I don't know who of you had a, a well flowing and the enemy came to close that well. The enemy came to stop the flow that you had in your life. And he says, the, the Philistines stopped the well after the death of Abraham. And he says, and he redug them and he gave them the names again of that what his father had given them. Why? Because a name is a prophetic utterance of character. Name carries something. He names the wells. But what happens is the herdsmen quarrel with them. And they say, but the water is ours. And they call the name of the well Essek. It means contention. So he says, he names them, and now he comes and he names it contention, and they move away from that well. They dig another well. Again, they come to quarrel, and he says, the name is Sitna. It means hatred. So there's contention, and there's hatred. And he moves away again, and he gets to the place, Beersheba. And he, he digs a well. And he calls the, the well Rehoboth. And he says this, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And they stay, and they stay in that place. You see, maybe the enemy has come to, to, to close the wells that you had in your life. And I believe in this season that we need to make room for God and move with Him. Because the book speaks in his eyes, says don't waste time digging wells that's got no water in it. And I don't know how many of you seek and you push, but you're actually wasting time because you dig wells that's got no water in it. But when you listen to the voice of the Spirit and when you hear what God says, He leads you to a place where there's water. He leads you to a place where you can dig and you can say, God has made room for us and we can be fruitful. And I believe in this season, God wants to make room for you so that you can be fruitful. But as you make room for Him. We want to see the miracles. How many of you want to see a miracle in your life? Can I quickly ask, what's the conditions of a miracle? How many of us want a miracle, but we don't want to be in that position for the miracle? A miracle is when a leg grows back. That means the leg needs to be off. We want the miracle, but we don't want the off leg. True? You see, we cannot just take what we like. When God gives you an assignment, you cannot pick and choose. That what I like and this I don't. When you say yes, you say yes to the full picture. My heart this morning is that you say yes again to the full picture of God. That you say yes to the fullness of the Lord. And if you faithful and obedient, you will sow in a wilderness, you will sow in a famine, and you will reap hundredfold. Because God's favor is upon you. God will make room for you to be fruitful. Amen. Amen. And this is what we're going to do. Is this morning when we speak prophetic words, we're going to dig up old wells that's been closed. We're going to start releasing the life of God over you. And that you need to hear what does the team can come. The guys, are you ready? Come. Or if you've got a word already, we'll take up an offering later. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll just allow you to sow. Amen. Glenn, come. 
morning. Just before that, if you want to record on your device, you can, but we record this, the service. It's being streamed. And remember that we upload the service on podcast as well. Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple. So it's going to be recorded just for safety. Come and record if you do have a word, but you can go and listen to the word as well afterwards. All right. Arise, arise, you who are called by my name. Awaken, awaken to the call of him who is able to do the impossible. Let those that are bound and captive call on the Lord of hosts. He will set you free. Let those that are cast down look to the risen Lord he will fill you with joy. Let those that are heavenly, heavily laden take on the yoke of Christ, for his yoke is light. Let those that doubt look to the heavens to see the testimony of his glory. Let those that lie dying arise in the resurrected life of Christ. Let him that hungers, let him be fed. Let him that thirsts, he will give living water. Let those that have sorrow come to him that he may anoint them with the oil of joy. Hear, oh hear this word. His promises are true and amen. His word will not return void. Arise, arise and rejoice. For you who once were far off, but now in his son, have been reconciled to the Father. Therefore, rejoice and be thankful. Amen. Amen. Uh, Sabrina, I just experienced for a while now, I've, I started stirring this word and I was like, God, what are you meaning with this? And there's something about what was on Kim Walker's life that's on your life. And I'm like, God, what is this? What is this? But I experience how the Lord says, your voice will cut through and penetrate darkness. I experience how the word says, your voice will be known throughout the nations. I experience that the Lord says, I'm going to make you and put you on platforms that my name be heard. But I experience there is something that you're going to go through before that happens. I experience the Lord says, I will give you a love for my people. It's not something you're going to do out of your own strength. And I see how you everywhere you've gone, you, you've done stuff in your ability and where you've uh, went it's what's out of your own strength but I experienced the Lord says this will be done out of my strength and you need to allow me to go through you and work in you so that you will have a love to carry out to my people and I experienced through that the songs and everything that you will write and give to people will change and, 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 and I see how nations will come to a place where the voice of God is gone through and I experience how the Holy Spirit will work for you to establish his kingdom amen I experienced the Lord says, I've given this dream to you and I've given this word to you and I feel like through a lot of stuff that has happened in your life, this, this thing has almost went and lie dormant because you're like, God, I need to be able to provide, I need to do this, I need to do this and through everything, this thing has been laying there and I experienced how the Lord says, I'm going to open up an avenue for you, I'm opening doors for you in this season because I experienced the Lord saying that, through your worship, through making music, 
a lot of people will come to Christ. I experience you going to camps and singing and worshiping, and I experience how you're traveling a lot and how you're going here and there and there. And I experience the Lord says, this is not the first time you've heard this word. But I experience the Lord says, I'm going to establish it. My word will not return void. And through the season that you're going through, I see the, the reconciliation that is needing to take place and the healing in some places. But I experience there's a boldness. God says, you, you did not go through this trial by chance because there's something that I'm awakening in you. And the keys that I've given you will unlock many hearts to come back and kneel before God because there's a, there's a cry in your heart. There's a groan in your heart for people to come and to be established and have that same sort of desire. And God says, in this season, I'm unlocking this ability in you. Amen. I'm going to do this invitation again. Ministry team, come and stand in front that you can see the people. Amen. So that you can scan, that you can see who we're going to minister to. Amen. And if I can maybe just ask that, if we call you out, just stand that we can, can all see and that we can just minister to you. Thank you, Father. You guys are here for the first time this morning again. Just say your names. Rian? Rian and Erika. You know, the Lord just showed me the gathering of clouds around you. And I just see how the clouds are gathered and ready for rain. But you say, Lord, it's, it's been many times that the clouds has come to gather to rain, but it did not rain. And I see the Lord saying that in this season, don't doubt the outpouring of my spirit. Don't doubt the outpouring of the rain. See, the Lord says, I call you to fruitfulness. I call you and the things that you will put your hand to in this season will start to shift, will start to change. I see that, that you've been faithful, you've been working, you've been doing things, you've been speaking, but you haven't seen the fruit of that yet. But I, I hear the Lord says that that what I've been doing in your lives, a lot of that has taken place underground. And there's a season where incubated things but there's a time now that, that the birth pains is going to start coming. And you're going to start giving birth of that which you carry. And I see the Lord coming to, to pull you together. There's a heart for people that you carry. There's a heart to draw closer. There's a heart for, for nurturing. And I see that the Lord says there's a release coming to be a fragrance in people's lives. I see that, that you allow people to come into your home. You love people. You love people and to say, come. There's something that God's going to unlock there's a passion and a, and, a, and a compassion that God's bringing in your hearts and in your spirit to make a change in the kingdom of God. I see that people look at certain things in certain places and you say, our hearts pull towards that. Our hearts pull towards that. And I see God coming in this season to open that door for you now and to say, step into that function. God's making it rain in this season over the fields, over that what you've been doing for many years, the faithfulness. It's now the, the, raisin, uh, the season for the rain to come and to fill those fields. And God says there's going to be a harvest coming up. And I see that God calls and says, prepare the people. Get those, the disciples, the people around you. Get them in the like-minded spirit and heart posture to assist with the harvest. Because there's a harvest coming and it's going to be so plentiful you cannot cope and do it on your own. So I see you investing in people's lives to be raised up, to become disciples so that they can help with the work of the ministry. But there's a skill you have to be able to, to talk to people and carry over, to, to, you know, equip people. And God says in this season, that's going to become the, the fruitfulness. And that's what you're going to see on top of the ground. I see God bringing a shift and a change in the whole family. 
I see that there's a hunger, there's a desire, there's a prayer. You've been praying a lot. There's a, there's a prayer in your heart. There's a crying out to God. And I see even, not just for family, but I see you praying even for extended family. There's a, there's a desire. Say, Lord, not one to be lost. Not one to be left behind. Not one. You, you've got a heart for young people to say, Lord, these, these students and these people growing up that, that don't have aim in life, that don't have anything, that don't know what they do, I see that you carry this. There's a burden in your heart that, that God gives you. And God wants that to be released to say, come step into that place where you pray. Step into that place. There's a call for prayer. I see God making you a prayer warrior to say, come. That what you feel. If you become quiet, there's something mighty that's going to rise up from, from your spirit to intercede and to mediate. I hear that, that you'll be someone to step into that gap for them. To say when they don't know what to do, when they're confused, you will pray. Your prayers will carry them. Amen. Amen. Um, I believe I have a corporate uh, word. Excuse my voice. Don't know what's happening. Right through worship, I'm experiencing how people have experienced setbacks upon setback upon setback upon setback everything you try and everything you do you feel you fail and I see this picture of you how you are running in a hole and you're running and trying to open the door with your with your shoulder I see this picture of how you are trying to do everything to open the door and the only thing I hear today is sit be still and know that God is alive. Be still and viet that God is there. And the moment you sit down at God's feet, because what happens if we sit, we change our posture, posture to seeking obedience, to giving worship. The moment you change your posture and you sit in front of that door that you are trying to open, you will hear the sound of the door unlocking, click, and you will stand up and you will open it so easily. If I can maybe just um, add on Janine, if you can maybe just close your eyes. I just really sense in my spirit, Ezekiel 37, where dry bones will stand up. You see, the previous season we were equipping ourselves. How did you equip yourself? And in this season, it's a time to get alive. It's a time to get alive. If you feel dead, if you feel failure hit you, if you feel there's no way out, if you feel there's no breath inside of my lungs, can I maybe just ask you to stand? Come on, church. This is a season to be alive. This is not a season to be dead. If you see someone next to you, can you maybe just put your hand on them? And we can pray as a, as a family, as a unity. Because you see, it's not by works. It's by faith that is pleasing. And it's through a one breath of life that dry bones will start to rattle tendons and flesh will start to appear and it's by one breath church that it's alive again take your situation 
And we pray, Father, we pray life over every circumstance in this season, Father. We pray breakthrough, Father. We pray for bones to start to rattle again, Father. This is a time and this is a season to be alive, Father. It's in the digging. It's in the digging where you hit the, the, hit the rocks, like Pastor Vilma said. But as soon as you hit that rock, may the water, the living water, come out. So, Father, we pray for every single one now. And we declare dead bones to be alive. Dead bones to stand by faith. Difficult situations, financial breakthrough, because it's everything that's inside of us. Inside of us. We pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. First, if you can just stand, please. Johan, if you can just lay your hands on him. Sefas, I perceive how God is telling you and saying to you this morning that it's time. And I see you going from a servant to a son. And I see that God has placed so many giftings inside of you. And you've been asking the Holy Spirit, Lord, when is my time of revealing? And you know the purpose and the desire in your heart. You know what you're asking for. And I see you standing up. And there's a leadership inside of you that's going to come to the front. And I'm, I just see that the season is so ready for you to start stepping into it. And it's not that you need to do something. It's going to happen. It's automatically going to happen. But I want to say to you that God is saying, you are my son and you are a son in this house. And, and it's if I see you are the forerunner for so many others to follow, so many other sons to come. And I see that God is going to use you very mightily. And there's a prophetic word in your life that God is just starting to bloom. I see it's, it's like the, the rod of um, Aaron that, that was dead. It was, it was just there. And when placed in the presence of God, it started blooming, budding. And I see that's what's happening to you. There's anointing that's been brewing inside of you. And God is calling you to start living out that calling. He's going to cause you to speak more, to say things more. The CFS that we, we used to know, it's not going to be, be the same CFS. And Father, I want to pray that over CFS today. Father, that he will rise up. His spirit is rising up. And there's anointing upon his life, Father, for healing, for miracles. You're going to see things happen, CFS. I want to tell you today, things are going to start happening. Amen. Sir, can I just ask your name, please? Heinrich. Heinrich, well, can you just stand up, please, if you don't mind? While we worshipped, um, the Holy Spirit showed... I want to start off by being obedient. The Holy Spirit showed me a bus, this big bus. And I, and I, and I, and I spoke to God and I asked God, my, but what is this bus? What is this bus? And I see specifically, it's all about the people coming together on the bus. It's the, it's the longing of your heart to get everyone back close to you guys. And, and, and the word that I got for you, so you see too many, too many times the, the enemy has came and, and he stole from 
I want to say from your mindset, from, from the things that you trusted God for, sometimes the enemy, uh, what I saw is the enemy just derailed you a bit. And um, I want to give you this word. I want, to, I want to tell you that God says that your dreams that you had is still there. It's still in way. It's still on the way. You need to stand on his word and believe in him that he will make it happen. Amen. Yeah, Dean, if, if you can maybe stand for us. I'm going to read the scripture. The scripture is in Leviticus 26 from verse 5, and it says, Your threshing shall last to the time of the grape harvest, and your grape harvest shall last to the time for sowing, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. I'll give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will remove harmful beasts from the land, and the sword shall not go through your land. What I see is, I see, I see how you, you went through so much, and it's as if you, you were constantly in the threshing floor, and then the moment you lift your head, it's as if the Holy Spirit said, I'm not done yet, and you were like, but God, it's, it's painful. I can't, I can't keep going through the threshing floor, and I can't keep going and going and going, and God, it's as, as if I see this, this harvest, it, it, it lasted up until the grape time for sowing, and it's as if every time you had seed, you said, God, what must I do with the seed? And every time he told you, put it back, put it back, put it back. And you never took it for yourself. You never lived off of it. And I see because of your obedience for going through the, the threshing floor, time in and time out and time in and time out, it's as if you came to a place where you said, but God, I had this word and I had this vision of where to go. And it's as if going through this threshing floor, it's almost taken me off of the path. And it's I hear the voice, say, the voice of God saying this morning that the threshing floor that you went through in the past seasons will allow you to open the gate of the bridge. And I see the bridge is for the coming and the going. You're not just going to go. You're going you're gonna to go, come back, go, come back. So I don't know exactly where you're going. But it's because you were faithful in keeping in the threshing floor, going and pushing, that will bless the coming and the going. Amen, Jason. I just want to add on that. I just hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that even the prayers of the mothers and the grandmothers have now been heard. And the Lord of Zion, it's been such a long time, and I see this picture of Bartimaeus where he's, he's certified blind, certified beggar, and I feel that so many people have certified you this certain thing, where you are not good enough, where you are not worthy. But because you kept on shouting, Jesus, Jesus, this is a season where God is saying, my daughter, come here. You will see. I really feel in my heart this is a time where God will move you. There's going to be a shift and a transition. But there's a, there's a specific shift from where you are. Even geographically, God is moving you from where you are into this new season. I see even the walls being, being torn down and break down. And God will flow it because of your faithfulness and because of your obedience. You have pressed through and you have persevered. And God is saying, now is the time to move. Now is the time to step 
step into. I even see chains that people has, has bound you with breaking down and falling off. So I want to just prophesy and break every chain, every word, every condemnation that people spoke over you. I break it in the name of Jesus and I thank you that God's vision will be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you this will be a season Lord, where she will excel. Excel is the word that I hear. There's an acceleration taking place. Exponentially, God will take you to that place in Jesus' mighty name. And even in your family, God will bring a restoration. There's, there's people you are praying for, but God will restore and bring back that unity that is bestowed upon you. So I bless you guys. Amen. Hi. Rocco. Can you please stand, Rocco? I hear the Lord's calling you to come back. And I hear how the Holy Spirit says you've been in hiding, you've been in hiding, but it's now time to step out. And experience how the Lord says, I'm going to give you continuity. I, I experienced I, I, how the Lord says, I'm going to give you the ability to solve solutions. I experienced how the Lord says, I'm giving something to you to solve problems in a lot of areas of people's lives. And I don't know what it is business-wise, but I experienced how the Lord says, I'm taking you out of the season you were in, the familiarity, and I'm relocating you, and the things of the past will not come into the future with you. I experienced how the Lord says, the struggles of your past and the things that you were dealing with is not going to go into this next season, because I experienced how the Lord says, I've knocked on the door and I've knocked on the door and I experience sometimes you've answered a call and you want to and you want to but sometimes it's not easy but I experience in the season God says I'm going to lift you up and I'm going to uproot you and plant you there where it's fruitful there where the, the water is flowing there where you need to bury fruit and I experience it's not just a, a uprooting but it must be a physical uprooting as well I experience how the Lord says there will be a relocating in your life as well I experience how the Lord says I see you traveling I see um, places overseas and stuff that you need to go to as well and experience in that the Lord says I'm bringing a lot of restoration to your life the disappointment the heartaches that you've suffered and experience in the season the Lord says you're going to know love like you've never known love before and even in that I don't know if you're with somebody or whatever but I experience how the Lord says there will be somebody that's going to carry you through this there's going to somebody that's not going to turn away and disappoint you like like past um, experiences because I experience in the love of that the Lord says there's going to be a lot of release in your life I see, see in that even the Lord says there's a lot of forgiveness that's still to, that that's going to come still and, and and bring healing to that because a lot of times stuff has happened and you got angry and you kept it to yourself and you kept it but I experience how the Lord says in the season I'm sifting that bad seed out of your life I'm sifting the bad words out of your life because the Lord says I'm establishing my identity in this new season and I see how you when you're going to stand you're not going to stand and fall back again because the Lord says, what you're going to know about me, you're going to punch through doors and barriers and break ground, says the Lord. I experience even in that there's been hardship and pressing on your life because the Lord says, I've called you to pioneer. And in pioneering, it's not just a thing of, you know, just there, but I experience you have to go through certain things and establish certain things to be able to get to that breakthrough that you've been wanting. And a lot of times you've, you've seen all these people around you, you know, you've seen all these people do certain things and you're like, God, why is this not me? Maybe I'm not worth it or whatever the case may be. But the Lord says, I've chosen you and I've called you even from a young age. And the, 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 the things that you feel like you've left behind, God says, I will excel in your life. And it's going to be a season of quick release the way you surpass a lot of your peers and friends, the people that you think that has established certain things. Lord says, I'm going to surpass you in understanding and knowledge in the season. Because the Lord says that I think 
that I've given you is something that's going to be future. It's something that's going to be generational, says the Lord. And even your, your kids and your grandchildren will not suffer through the things that you've suffered because I experienced how the Lord says, I'm giving you breakthrough in this area of your life. Amen. Hey, Rocco, I just want to add, um, when I saw you, the Lord gave, just told me the word chosen. And he said, go tell my son that you are chosen. You need, you need to hear that you are chosen. And the Lord does not choose. Nothing happens by accident with the Lord. He handpicked you. He called you to carry his name towards other people. Yeah. Rocco, you're getting a three in one, yeah? Okay, so I actually experienced that, um, the scripture of Isaiah 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring the good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to captives and, to, and freedom to the prisoners. And I think it really fits everything that they've just said. And I also see how God is really taking you into something new, how you've seen him in a box almost and it's as if this box is opening piece by piece and you're seeing more and more of God and you're experiencing more and more of God and um, yeah, then we will take you into a deeper level. <laughs> Brian, can I ask you to stand please? Only white cap here. Um, I'm usually a guy of a few words, I don't speak much. People are intimidated because I've got a beard and all of that. But Brian, the first night I met you at home cell on Wednesday, God gave me a word. And I, you know, you know I, I've been worshiping to this song. I don't know if you guys, God really loves us. And, and sometimes we forget that, and maybe this is for everyone, but God really loves you. He knows your situation. You're, you're, I mean, it's mentioned you were chosen. God wants to say that sometimes, and, I, and, and the first time I met you, and I think we're both from Durban, the first time I met you, you know, I, I had this sense, and I, I, I almost felt that also, you're like an outsider. You're like, you're like a, a single person outside, and you have to kind of fight to get in. But God wants to tell you this morning that you're in, dude. You, you are VIP. You're like right in there. So, so please just get rid of that mindset if you have it. You are in. You're, you, you're in. He loves you so much. And this is just a word for you to just, you know, the, we, we prayed about it this morning also. God has a plan for us and to give us hope. You have that. He's given it to you. So just like pray with that. Cool. Ooh, I have to be obedient in this. Mama, I really experienced that. And this is the time for you to stand up. There's something specifically that, that the Lord is showing me specifically on your mouth. And I know for a long time, because this is my mother, I know for a long time that you've been sitting and that you've been quiet. But I see that thing on your lips today. And the Lord is showing me very, very like prominently that when you start opening your mouth, what you speak, the words that you speak will shoot into people like, like arrows of fire. And thank you, Lord God, this morning that we can, we can just... Thank you, Father, that you will give her the words to speak. Thank you, Father, that the words that will come out of her mouth, Lord God, will shoot like flames of fire into other people's lives, Lord God.
And thank you, Father, that I can pray, Father, for that braveness, Father, for that courage, just to, just to ignite you in her life today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for, for this brave warrior woman, Father, that will not sit in the corner anymore. Days of sitting in the corner are over, says the Lord. Thank you, Father, for every single word that she speaks, Father, will come directly from your throne room, Father God. In Jesus' name. Serena, I, I just, and I hear the Lord says that, that I'm taking you out of your comfort zone and the fear of failure and the fear of rejection. I'm dropping the, the safety mechanisms that you put in place because there's a lot of safety mechanisms that you have put in place not to be able to fail or to reject. And God says, in your weakness, I am strong. And I hear the Lord says that, that He's going to change even the way you do things because you, you, you're not called to play it safe. You're not called to go the route. Uh, there's, there's a competitiveness in you. And God says, I've put a competitiveness in you not to just be ordinary or just to have a, a low standard because there's a high standard that I've created in you. And I want you to release a high standard into the lives of people. I want you to, to, to tell them, there's a standard that God wants to, to release through you to equip people and not just make them mediocre. So God's coming and He says, you play it safe so many times, but I'm going to take that play it safe out of your life and you're going to start taking risks. You're going to start stepping out. And I see God says, I am calling you to work out of the comfort zone. Don't feel like this is where you're comfortable. Don't feel like this is the way it should be. That's where I can go. This I will step out into. That I can, you know, I'll, I'll take this on. God says, no, I'm going to put you in the places where you don't plan things. Not where you can work it out with your mind, but with your spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Vaughn, I just hear the Lord say that, that um, there's a season of, of choosing. And I see that God gives and, and there's, there's different roads that God comes and he, he puts in front of you. And he says that the roads that you, that you choose is life or death. It's the same with Israel when, when he called them. He says, today you choose blessing or curse, obedience or disobedience, life and death. And there's been a road that the devil has been trying to push you in molds. And, and every time you stand up, it says if the enemy comes and he pushes you down back into a mold, push you in a mold. And I hear the Lord says, if you allow me and you come and seek me, I'm going to break the molds. And that part where you feel like I need to figure things out, I need to understand my, my mind, it needs to click here. God says, no, there's a place and a dimension of faith that I'm going to take you to where you don't see with the eyes, but you will see with your spirit. And you'll start understanding and you will know that this is me. God says that there's a place of abundance and fruitfulness. You're in a good place. You're okay. But God says there's an abundance. There's an overflow. There's a place where things prosper. And the word speaks about us. He says, first seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And, and one of the findings or one of the, the bendings of righteousness is not justice and, and, and right standing with God, but it's prosperity. And God says, when you seek the kingdom and you stand in His righteousness, there will be a prosperity added to you that is an overflow because I made you to be a kingdom financier. I made you to open and to flow. There's a generosity and an openness in your heart. But the enemy has tried to, to put veils in front of your eyes so that you are occupied with other things and not see clearly that what God calls you for. But today I call your spirit into God's kingdom to be active and to be on that place where you hit your target 
struggle to be in that place where you walk in purpose. You've been peel, feeling this pull. They, been, there's been a pulling and a pulling and a pulling, but you, could, you, you don't always translate into words what it is. And I hear God says, come and sit still, come. And, and there's a fire within your heart, man. You look at other, there's a fire burning within your heart. And God wants that fire to be released. And, and you say, because this is what I hear, you look at the church environment, you look at church people and say, but I don't always want to be that. But God says, I don't make you to fit in there. I've got a place for you where you need to, to come and where you have a sphere of influence. So although you belong to a body, you're part of a body, you come, you're a family. God says, your work is not in here, your work is out there. There's a place where you're going to reach. There's a place where you're going to recall or, or release a fragrance where, where I call you to. And you've been looking inside and says, that's not what I look like. I don't look like that. I don't fit in there. God says, no, this is a place of family. This is a place of covering. This is a place of equipping. But your functioning is in a different place. Amen. Uh, Lindy, stand up. <laughs> Lindy, I, I, I see a picture of you um, like weaving a, a flower, a blommekrans. And I see you are busy weaving these flowers and weaving these flowers. And every now and again, a thorn pricks your finger and you just throw it down and you're like, God, why? Why this now? And then you pick it up and you pick yourself up and you go on and then another thorn picks your finger and you say God but why now why this in Vitevat you know what today I see that that flower arrangement it's finished you have finished it and you are about to put that on your head God is going to crown you with those flowers that you weave together. And God gave me this for you. It's so beautiful. Psalm 85, I can't see, verse 9. It says, For I know your power and your presence shines on all your devoted lovers. Your glory always hovers over all who bow low before you. Your mercy and your truth have married each other. Your righteousness and peace have kissed. Flowers of your faithfulness are blooming on the earth. Righteousness shines down from the sky. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down blessing after blessing. And prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest. It's time. Those thorns are, you've been through it. You've been through the, the sore, the heartbreak, the aina. You've been through all of that. And today I see how God is crowning you with that and putting it on your head and says, your, these flowers will drench your earth where you are and righteousness will be your portion. Amen. Um, I just, sir, with the black shirt, yes. <laughs> what is your name? Tepi, I say, Tepi, when I look at you, I was looking through everybody and I just saw you jumping out. You were sitting still, but I, God just illuminated you. And the one thing I see about you is you are like a David. 
I see how God calls you as a David. And there's so many people in front and so many people that you think should rather be a leader. And so many people, you, you rather will be in the background and hide and, oh, God won't find me. Zeppi, God is finding you. God found you and he's finding you today again. He's called you to be a leader. He's calling you to stand up. He's calling you to open up your mouth. He's calling you because you are more valuable than anything that you can imagine. He's going to... Yeah, you're like on club. <laughs> he's going to go to your house. He's going to go into your fields. And he's going to say, no, not you. No, not you. You can hide wherever you want to hide. But God is calling you today. He loves you. You are a leader. And the voice that you have matters. There's so much inside of you. So much. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter what's happening now. The only thing that's mat that matters is going forward and stepping, Zeppi, stepping into your calling because it's time. You are a leader. You are more than enough. God loves you and God values you. He values your voice. You are going to leave a beautiful legacy, but you need to stand up, my friend. Amen. I just quickly want to know, how are you guys connected? Are you guys connected? Okay. Um, what is her name? Yeah. Zoe. Zoe, I'm going to give you a prophetic word. Is that okay? Okay. So, Zoe, I just hear that God is saying that you must join a company of prophets. And what I hear, it's a very strong word, giving you, being so small, that word. But I truly believe that God is calling you to be a prophet. And I see you building these castles in the air as you dream, as you just spend time, because I know you are hearing God's voice. And I see the color yellow over you. And I see the color being very prominent because when you're building these, these castles, it's castles that appears yellow, but it's actually gold. And God is calling you to be a voice in this nation. He's calling you to be a voice to speak to these castles. Where it's, it seems like it's yellow, God is making it gold. And I believe that God is going to give you a very strong voice. And I believe that even the schools that she attends, you need to pray about. Because her voice is going to be heard. And always when she's here, I pick up. There's, a, there, there's something in the spirit that God wants to release. So can I pray for you? Can I put my hand on you? Is it okay? So Father, I just come and pray for her. And Father, I pray for her spirit to be wide open. Thank you, Father, that you're already speaking into her life. Father, thank you that you're already speaking to her in voices, Father, that she can hear already. Thank you, Father, that you're raising her up. Father, thank you that you protect her in everything that she does. She's very special. God, a very big responsibility, but God has already shown you what you must pray for, what you must do. And I just really feel that God is going to draw her in to a company of where God moves and God is going to raise her up. Amen. So, you and your wife, your name is? Lebo. Your name is? 
Lebo mpo. I experienced how the Lord says, that what is stolen from you, the Lord says, I will return to you tenfold. And I experienced how even in a portion of land that was supposed to be yours, I don't know if it's a spiritual or physical land, what was supposed to be your inheritance, the enemy took away. But the Lord says, I'm restoring that what was lost, that what was stolen. Even death tried to come in and steal from you. I see financial things that was stolen from you and I see how the Lord says I'm restoring that what the enemy tried to steal from you and I see God says my favor is on you my favor is on you for business and establishing but I see how the Lord says in that he will give you wisdom who to deal with and who to who to set aside for the season I see friends how the Lord says even friends there's certain friends that the Lord says you will need to push aside for what the Lord wants to do through and through both of your life because I see something of the kingdom in in, in what you're going to do I see something of the Lord's in what you're going to do. And they, I, I see there's even a calling on your life. And the Lord says, even from a young age, there was this calling, there was this knock to do certain things, but you weren't sure how it's going to look. You weren't sure what's going to happen. And, and I experienced how the Lord says, in this season, the Lord says, I'm establishing you and I'm establishing your legacy and I'm establishing the foundation because the ground that was stolen was supposed to be your foundation of what was to come. But I experienced how the Lord says, I'm restoring in the season in, in your life. Poor I experience how the Lord says it's time for you to rise up. It's time for you to go to work. It's time for you to set what is needed for you to go and do because I see how there's something burning in the inside of you. There's something that you need to go and do and you've been feeling it for a while and you've been speaking to him about it. And I experience the Lord says it's your time to rise and shine my daughter for your time has come. And I experience in that even the Lord says I'm making you so sensitive. You're making, I see these dreams coming to you, these words coming to you and you're helping him. You're guiding him. I'm, I'm, you're telling him I experience we need to do this. You need to do this. And the Lord says you need to be sensitive to what the Lord is telling your wife because I see she's seeing stuff then and she's warning you about people in your life as well and 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 the Lord says she's she's got my spirit she knows what is there and I experience even in that the Lord says I'm establishing something through her as well I see her speaking to many people I see her encouraging many people I see these groups that invite her to come and 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 but it's been a season where you feel like it's it's not night and it's, we shouldn't do it or whatever. But I experience the Lord says, now is the time. I've given you like this this authority to go do certain things. And, and even in children, I see you leaving something behind. I see children raising up. I see children raising up. And I experience in that the Lord says your family is restored but it's taking you to call them together it's taking you to restore them together I see almost like brothers going astride and doing their own ways of certain things almost in that but I experience there's a unity that God wants to bring back in in in, in the family unit and I see how you're rising up to the occasion and and it is a sensitivity because I see because of the wealth and the, the the promises that's over your life God says there will be a lot of people that come to you with the wrong agendas and you need to be sensitive for who you allow in and who you allow close to your family because a lot of people will want to destroy that what God wants to do in your family. Amen. What's your name? Masif. Masif, can I maybe ask you to stand? I just really sense in my spirit that you were searching and you were searching and you see everything around you and you have a desire to move in things, but you don't know how. And I just experience how the Lord says that I will teach you.
my spirit will teach you. And every time when I look at you, I see the word leader upon your life. And may you trust the Lord to open up doors for you that no man can shut. You have a voice that the Lord want to use to speak. And I'm going to be careful to say what I'm going to say now. But I really sense that the Lord will release you in politics. I'm not sure where you are, what you currently do. But maybe it seems like a miracle that Pastor Vilma was speaking about. But there's something inside of you that this nation needs. And I keep on hearing the words, as you abide in me, I will abide in you and ask whatever you want and you will receive it. May your faith grow in this season and may the Lord give you wisdom that no man can understand, but only the Spirit. Can I pray for you? Can you lift up your hands? Father, we come and pray for your son now. Holy Spirit, we declare that in this season, you, you will release a voice inside of him that no man can shut. And Father, we declare doors to be open where you think that no door will be open. But we declare it open in the Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for a faith that will arise in your Son like never before, Father. And we pray that the Son will never set upon him because you are his everlasting light, Father. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. This is for you and for Eckhart, for the elders of this church. And it reads as follows. Write this vision and make it plain on tablets that they may run who hear it and read it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Um, okay, I'm just going to be obedient. Henry Janine, um, what I see when I look at you, I see you've been so faithful with so many things. And when I look at you, I see you almost at your house and you two alone in the room. And, and Aksindosa, it's almost like a decision that you, you guys are fighting with. And you, it's almost like you, you're praying and you're praying and you're praying. And it's like, God, but I, we can't seem to find peace in our hearts about this decision. And I don't know what it is. And it's as if, it's as if in the midst of fighting to get the peace, the enemy has brought, he started attacking different, different things in your lives. And I hear the words of God saying that for no longer will he be able to touch you because you've been and I just hear the words, I'm going to be obedient to this. I hear the move. I don't know what, the, what it is, what signifies the move, but I hear, I hear the words, the move is from me. Um, 
So if that, I hope it makes sense to you, but this, I feel that the decision that you guys have been, but I hear the words, the move is from me. Yeah, I just want to add with that, just a last section. I experienced it in the beginning, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell them, like, listen. But I really, I experienced something of a move that God is placing on both your heart. And it's something that it might look in a season like you're downscaling, but the Lord said it's a season of increase. Amen. And then uh, I just experienced somebody that's online watching, or you're still going to watch. I experienced the Lord says, I'm bringing healing to your household. And I experienced there's a physical healing that needs to take. And it's almost like you've got a word that, that people say it's, it's not going to be able to heal. But I experienced the Lord says, there's healing coming over your life. Be faithful. It's going to touch your life. Amen. And then... Uh Um Jana, man. Look at my stuff. I mean, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying this is going to be a season like Joshua. This is going to be a season where you're going to go into territory that is unfamiliar. You're going to go into places and space that you have not yet seen before. I see your heart crying out to the Lord saying, Lord, why? Why this? Why now? Why the season? And the word is saying, and the Lord is saying, do not be dismayed, do not be discouraged, do not be afraid. Forever your foot tread, I will give you that ground. I hear the spirit of the Lord saying that the scepter of the wicked shall not rest upon the name of the righteous. It can come, but it won't rest there. And I've called you to be an oak of righteousness planted in the river banks. And even in the season, I will increase territory. I will increase the water that flows and I will come and revive and rekindle that fire that I've placed inside of you. Spirit of the Lord is saying that I'm going to raise up Joseph's all over around you. And if you make room, they will faithfully multiply and occupy the space that God has granted for. This is not a season of defense, but of offense. You are saying, Lord, I'm sitting down. The Lord is saying, now you're going forward for your better years are yet to come. God will give you a strategy. It's like Pastor Vosh spoke about the enemy. But the word says, when the light goes into the darkness, the darkness cannot comprehend it, understand it. And I see God will give you new vision, new strategy to pierce into places and will bring confusion in the enemy and also bring a multiplication. And I really just feel in my heart that I want to just pray for you, also for your health. So Father, I thank you that I can speak to his body this morning in Jesus' name. Father, your word says that you've been bruised and you've beaten for our iniquities and that by your stripes Lord we are healed and I thank you Jesus that your blood flows through his veins I thank you Lord that we can speak to his body and command it to come in line with the word of God in Jesus name father we declare healing over his body in the mighty name of Jesus I thank you Lord that you're restoring vision I thank you that you've called him to be a pillar of hope and I thank you Lord that this is going to be a season of new wine it's going to be a season of new wine. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I am the river in the desert. And I will make a way in the wilderness. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, for they are holy, and only the righteous shall tremble there. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that it will be clear to you. So I thank you, Lord, that I can release this over him. Clarity. In Jesus' name. Clarity in Jesus' name. 
Father, I thank you for a new fire, Lord. I thank you for a rekindling and a stirring, Lord, in your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. And I also pray for his wife and for their family. I thank you, Lord, that your hand of favor rests on them. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that your grace will be with them in the season. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. You're hungry. Um, God is showing me this expanse of agricultural land, like a farmer is getting ready to plant for a new season. And it's rows upon rows upon rows where, you know, it's, the ground is just lying ready for the seeds to go in. But God is also showing me it's not the normal seeds that you are used to when looking at this massive expanse of land. It's not corn or soya or, you know, the normal things that we are used to farmers putting in, but it's this handful of mixed flower seeds that he has prepared. And each seed growing in the ground does not take the same amount of time to grow, to gestate and to come up. Every seed has a different time that is going to pop up and it's going to flourish. But God is also showing me that you are so fixated on some of these seeds, some of these flowers coming up, and there's joy in the fragrance that these flowers are releasing. And you're enjoying the time of that flower being up. But there's sadness in you when these flowers die. But God says you need to move your focus in those times. Not to fixate on the thing that is dying, the season that is ending, but look forward and look around to the flowers coming up around in those times because those flowers need to die because they are releasing a new seed so that you're not only planting in one corner of this land. Those flowers need to go into the soil so that the whole land can be filled. And it's a future God is promising you. Each flower coming in, it's a fragrance that He's going to use you to release in your surrounding area. It's going to be a new thing that He's going to create through you. And be, you must be open and faithful to recognize the times when those seasons are going to start and those seasons are going to end. Because you need to focus on the rejoicing, the new things that God is going to place inside your life and how He's going to use you to bring joy in other people's lives as well. Amen. Anzal. <laughs> as we just... As we were praying, I experienced how the Holy Spirit says, I'm hearing the cry in your heart. Because the cry in your heart is not something that, that was placed there by yourself. Because the Lord says, I've placed that cry in your heart there. And it's like you've been going through this labor pains and you're like, God, this is frustrating. I don't know how to get there. But I experienced the Lord says this cry because he's birthing something in you. And because the Lord says this, 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 this this cry, this vision that the Lord is giving you, I said that our Lord says it's going to impact many. It's going to change many destinies of people and it's something that, that needs to take time to mature for it to go to its fullness. And I see what the Lord is doing. It's going to establish and I see it established over a nation. It's not just something at one spot or one place or, or at one thing, but I experience how it's established over a nation and I see how you're going to these places to establish certain things because I see the cry that the Lord is giving you You've, the Lord says I've given you one stream but there's multiple streams coming says the Lord and there's multiple facets that the Lord is giving you and all these things will tie in together with your ministry says the Lord because all these things I see how 
how the Lord says, I'm giving you a lot of avenues to, to depart what I've bestowed upon you. And I see the godliness, the godly culture that you will establish will impact many lives. It will impact many families because I see how the Lord says, you're standing up for righteousness. You want to bring a change to something in a godly and an upright way. And the Lord says, I've heard it and I've seen it and I will honor that. Amen. Amen. Are you blessed? Come on, let's give God glory. Thank you, Father. My wife says she wants the last say. We're going to do that now. Um, we've, we've been pushing a time a bit. And um, I just, when we stand here, Pastor Eckhart said, man, God can write a script. And I know you know that God knows your life and and. We are here. Thank you to the team. Come on, just give them a hand as well. Um, we appreciate you guys, but your work is not done yet. All right, after we've done, after we finished, if you still need word and ministry, come. All right, the teams are ready to serve. That's why we are here, to serve the body of Christ. And we're going to keep on releasing uh, prophetic words for, for a while still. So if you need ministry or a word, please then come. Please don't go to everybody. All right, that's, uh, that's um, not what we want. Please just go to someone if you need a word, and then uh, we'll gladly minister to you. But just hear what Pastor Eckhart said to me about uh, the sowing message this morning. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Wilmer. I want to just share something with you this morning. And while I was praying and preparing this, this message, the word, the word really just was illuminated and the Holy Spirit spoke to me about fruitfulness. And um, we, if you can just put Genesis 1, 27, 28 on the screen. I want you just to catch this this morning. The word says, And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. And if you go look at what the Hebrew word says, listen to what Possible Moshe this morning, be fruitful. Guys, it doesn't mean to make children, okay? We do make children. There is a seed, but I want you to hear this. The Hebrew word for fruitful means productive. The Hebrew word for fruitful means productive. So when God is saying, I want you to be fruitful, God says, I want you to be productive. I want you to produce and multiply. Now, God didn't say, I want you to be seedful and then fruitful and then multiply. He said, I want you to be fruitful. But fruitfulness is a product of seed. When God demands something of you, it already exists. Listen to this. When God demands something of you, it already exists. So when he said, be fruitful, he knew that you needed seed in order to produce fruit. It exists. The seed of God is inside of you. It is all around you. We have a responsibility to activate the seed. When we produce, when we produce, it's the process of seed becoming fruit. And it's the fruit that what? That glorifies his name. So there's no point in having seed if we don't produce the fruit. So God says, be fruitful and multiply. But I want you to hear this this morning. When God demands something of you, it already exists. God didn't ask you to be fruitful and didn't give you any seed. Okay, so why am I saying this? Because I believe in my heart that some of the seeds in our lives have been, they've gone dormant. They've gone dormant. 
And this is a season where God wants us to speak to the seed and activate it so that it can produce good fruit and so that His name can be glorified. Amen? Amen. So we're going to take up an offering. Thank you, Ashes. <laughs> I thought I'm just going to, I'm going to keep it short. Thank you, guys. I want to just also add something to what Pastor Wilmar said this morning. And it says, God is the reward of those who seek Him. Amen. But then some translations say, God is the reward of those who diligently seek Him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and, and the Holy Spirit spoke about me when He just mentioned that morning, guys, we have a responsibility to be diligent. We have a responsibility, especially in this transition, especially in this place where we're asking God and, and really trusting Him for miracles. We need to be diligent. We need to be diligent when it comes to our resources, when it comes to spending time with Him, when it comes to seeking God's face and seeking His Holy Spirit. He's got such a longing to romance with you. If we can just be diligent in making time and spending time with Him, God is faithful. Amen. Amen. I'm going to give to Pastor Natasha now to have a last say. So you can come up, Pastor Natasha. I want to just add one more thing. If we're going to, there's going to be a team that's going to prophesy, but I just feel in my heart, maybe there's some of you that you have received a word before. It's not that you want a new prophetic word. You've, you've received a word before, but it, it's brought some confusion. You just haven't seen it in fulfillment yet. Certain portions just doesn't make sense. If there's someone like you and you just want us to reaffirm what God has said, and just pray with you so that God can activate the dormant seed. Then I also want you to come forward. Amen? Amen. Sorry, we don't want to keep you longer, but remember when God speaks and when there's a season coming, when transition takes place, there's something that's expected from us. And God is calling us as a church to go to a deeper level. And we've been prophesying, we've been speaking it all the time, but we know God has got a purpose for this church. And we are not the ones who's gonna minister all the time. You guys are. Because we're focusing on discipleship, getting everybody in tune with what is gonna happen and, what, and you guys are gonna be a part of it. So I just want to quickly share that there's a practical part that's gonna come for this church. Where we're gonna do more courses, we're gonna call you to, to come and, and learn how to pray if we don't need to don't need don't know how to pray. We're gonna prophesy, we're gonna have schools of that. So be with us in the process. But we can't be a church where you guys sit and we speak. We need to go and get the ones who's not equipped yet. So we're gonna to focus to make sure you guys know what you are called for. You know how to prophesy. You know how to make disciples. And then we're going to fetch those who don't know and we make the same of them. So can we all raise our hand for that? Can we say that, Lord, we want to be equipped. We believe that you are busy with a great work among us. We know that we are called. You know, it took me raising my hand saying, Lord, I want what those people are doing. I want to know you in that way. I want to be equipped to do that because that's what we called for in the kingdom of God. And I know that's your heart today because what God actually did is he spoke to you, but he was stirring inside of you the giftings, saying that this is what I want for you. 
this you can do as well. So Father, we rise our hands and we say, Lord, in this season, will this be a season of equipping, Lord? Father, this will be a season where we are going to go out, where we will see that the world is lost and we've already got everything that we need. So Father, we commit as a church today that we will start seeing Father and start growing even more because you've called each and every one of us. Amen. So next week when you come to church, have that in mind. And then you bring people along because you've got a responsibility against someone else's life. You may be the only person that can reach that person. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The place of authority and power is not this side of the pulpit. It's that side. We as a body. Amen. Amen. And God, God doesn't stay in this place here. This is just so that you can see me. God is with us everywhere where we go. And I want to encourage you with that, that we need to be equipped. Amen. That's our job, to equip everyone so that we can together do the work of the ministry. Amen. Are you blessed? Are you satisfied? Are you glad? Tell your face about it. Come on. All right, let's just stand together. We're going to pray, and then we're going to release you, and we're going to keep on ministering for a while. But I want to pray as well, Father, that you come and that you seal every word this morning, Father, that they where you've spoken and you, you ministered heart to heart and spirit to spirit, Father, that, that not one word will fall to the ground. But, Father, it shall accomplish for that what you've sent it. Father, that we are your instruments, and we didn't speak of our own authority and of our own flesh, but, Father, we believe that you speak by your Spirit. And, Father, that your Spirit will come and keep on reminding us about your truth and your word. And, Father, that that word will be a wind in our sails. Thank you, Lord, that, that we know that your word is alive and active and it's powerful. And, Father, everyone who did not receive a word, thank you, Lord, that they know they stand upon your promises and that you are with them until the end of the age. For you have said you have overcome this world. And you've called us, Lord, to live in that victory with you. So I bless everyone here this week that they will go in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the fellowship, the love of the Father, Lord, that they will know that they are your prized possession and that we are such great value in your kingdom, the crown of your creation. We bless everyone and we bless them, Father, in their going and in their moving and whatever they do, that they will know your ways and know that your hand rests upon them. We give you glory, say thank you for this time in your presence, and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Please have some time outside and fellowship together. We would love to just spend time. Ministry team, you guys can come back, and you can come and minister. If there's any need or any prayer or anything still needed, then we would love to serve you and be of a blessing. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you would like to know more about who we are and what we do, go visit lwpe.co.za. You are formed to function, so let's build.